Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au. Predict Australia's score with a crystal ball. And it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals. All thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au. Predict Australia's score with a crystal ball. And it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals. All thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Great morning leading into a very busy sporting weekend. Uh, we're going to enlighten it now, especially if you're a Warriors fan and league fans, because uh, we've got Cameron George on the line from uh, Australia and... Uh, I guess he's very frustrated he can't be home. Hopefully he can uh, get back with his great family very shortly. But uh, it's been a busy time. We're not, not so much on the field. It's really the time when Cameron George is super busy uh, changing uh, coaches, player signings, recruitment managers, all sorts of things that's been going on. It's been busy. So uh, here's uh, Cameron George with us. Uh, and uh, first of all, Cameron, can we start with the NRL transfer system? Uh, it opens on, well, it did open on November the 1st to sign players, not for next year, but for 2023. For the man sitting outside, that seems just a little bit weird. Do you find it that way, or is it just traditional? Yeah, it is a bit weird, Smitty. Um, you know, when, when you sit down and talk to someone on 1 November, effectively 12 months out, and they're, you know, they're employed by someone else in the meantime, that's um, training hard to beat you in your former relationship with them, it's quite... It is a bit challenging, uh, and it's challenging when you talk to the players. Um, you know, they've got to think 12 months ahead. A lot can happen in that period of time with both rosters, where they're at, and where we're, where we're at at the present time. So, look, it is what it is. Um, there, are, there is some talk about a draft system coming into play during the course of the year, but, um, you know, we'll leave that to the NRL. So when you sit down and try and get these guys, are you actually dealing with them in person or are we doing agent stuff here all the time? Uh, it's important you do it you know, with the player as well. Like the, At the end of the day, you've got to form that relationship and connection with the player. The agents, as you well know, they, they sort of complete the deal with the, with the paperwork and the negotiations. But the most important thing is you understand the person you're dealing with because... At the end of the day, they're the ones going to give their reward for your club, your jumper, your brand, and the fans. And um, you know, you need to understand that person more so than anything before you talk to the agent. So, for us, uh, it's been a lot of zooms over the last you know month or so, um, and then you start to really sit down with the agents and nut out a deal if you can get one done. On the eve of uh, the transfer window opening, of course, you lost uh, Peter O'Sullivan, who's been uh, doing the job for you for a while. So. You had to think pretty quickly on your feet there. That was a bit of a knockback. <laughs> yeah, it was. Look, it's like losing a, you know, your chief financial advisor uh, two days before your audit. But um, look, at the end of the day, it's, it was an opportunity Sully wanted to take up and, and, and go to Redcliffe and build that club. And good luck to himself. Um, but yeah, the timing of it wasn't perfect, but it was what it was, and we just had to get on with it. So. 
I picked up the baton, so to speak, and started ringing around, making phone calls and trying to do some deals. And uh, it's been an interesting 10 days or so. And then we've, you know, restructured our, our footy department to, um, you know, to fill that void. And we've got a really good, uh, really good setup now. And we're welcoming back our, our legend in Stacey Jones to the coaching ranks. Yeah, that's a, a really cool signing, especially from uh, the image of the club, because there's very few more popular than Stacey Jones around the place. How, how long have you managed to secure uh, Stacey Jones for? We've got him for a few years. For the last four months, we've really, had him working in the development pathways. We've invested really heavily in that space in our absence from New Zealand. Um, so I spoke to him about uh, three weeks ago and... Um, then well, I sort of got a little bit of an idea that Sully may have been looking at something and then uh, it all happened pretty quick over the last week and he, he and Sean Johnson fly out on Monday uh, to do two weeks quarantine and they'll join the squad early December. So very excited about Stacey. He's a really capable coach. Uh, I'm hopeful he'll be the next Kiwi coach um, and mm. you know stay with our club and the coaching ranks for a long time. He's capable, he's a good guy, as you know, and... Um, he brings a lot to our squad, um, particularly to have that promote from within ability uh, with him and Slade Griffin, and we just promoted some strength and conditioning guys that have been working with our our kids uh, for a long time. So, really keen bringing all the Kiwis through. It's exciting. Yeah, I think it's really important to have a, a guy like that or a face like that who is so synonymous with your club, particularly when you have players coming and going. I, I think it, it helps to sort of maintain the image of the club in some sort of weird way. Yeah, you're right. Um, Stacey, you know, he likes his time and mentoring. He was doing some work for us, but unfortunately the COVID thing, that, that sort of just pulled up for the time being. But they're so special um, in regards to you know what they created in the past. But to have them a part of the future is really important. And it's amazing how many of the young kids coming through the system still know who Stacey Jones is and what he did and how good he was and, and, and you want those, you know, those young players getting to experience working alongside Stacey. They can be really influential and they can really inspire them. So um, Stacey's a great asset to our club. Let's look at uh, what you have managed to, to pull off so far um, with your recru- recruitment ranks. You've signed uh, Eels back rower Marata Niakure on a four-year deal worth uh, around $2.5 million. And, uh, of course, there's a Warriors player coming back to the club. Yeah, very special talent, Murata. Um, and I'll tell you what, Smith, uh, you know, one day when you talk to him, you'll find out he's a very special kid. He's um, very impressive. He, you know, left our club uh, after being in the under-20s and went to Sydney. And, look, he's developed. He's, he went he went uh, as a single man and he's uh, he's come back with a family and he's grown and developed to a 25-year-old. He's played a lot of NRL now. And he's a winner. He's aggressive. He's... Um, He's, he knows what it's all about and he just wants to come home to New Zealand and win that first premiership for the Warriors. And he's really impressive with his vision around what he wants to do and achieve by coming home. So very excited about that. Um, and being a long-term deal gives us really good stability around some critical positions. What's the situation with uh, Sharks 5'8", uh, Luke Metcalf? Uh, we're hearing you've got him, uh, although uh, the Sydney club are trying to get him to backflip on the, on any arrangement. So what, what's the situation with Luke? Yeah, watch his face. Um, yeah, we, 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 we understand that uh, our club in Sydney are uh, trying to um, 
Now, trying to speak to Luke about that option. Um, look, I spoke to Luke last night, and uh, as I say, I think Smitty, um, you know, you and I can just watch his face over the next 24 hours, but Luke would be an, an outstanding acquisition for our club. He's a young footy player with speed. Um, he's a terrific kid. He's very impressive. When you talk to him about the game of rugby league, he knows what he wants, he knows where he wants to go, and he sees that opportunity with us. And... Um, he really complements what we have. Um, and there's one thing you need in the game this day and age with the change of rules is, is speed and versatility, and he's got it all. So um, hopefully we have all that tied up very, very shortly and uh, we can just get on with our business. Cameron, there was uh, speculation about uh, the hunt for Joseph Manu, but I'm, as we speak, I've, I've just been reading an article on stuff over here that says he's uh, pretty much committed to staying with the Roosters. Is that the case? Yeah, look, we, we did speak to Joey, and why wouldn't you? Um, you know, he's a Kiwi, uh, obviously got a great CV around rugby league and, and, and um, off the field he's very impressive as well. And uh, we had a general chat to Joey and his manager, Pete Brown, and, you know, they were really respectful and appreciative of the opportunity to talk to us. Um, however, you, you know, you, you just knew that it was a big challenge to get Joey to move away from the Roosters. He's been there since he's 15, he's had success, and... You know, that, that goes to show the type of club they are as well. So great respect to Joey and Pete and the way they manage it. Um, but, you know, I understand he's certainly be staying there or, or definitely not coming to us anyway. But um, there's always a throw at the stumps that we wanted to have. But, you know, it's hard to get you know those players out of a, a club like the Roosters. Just finally on the personnel, uh, Cameron, uh, the name Brendan Smith has been bandied around a wee bit as well. And... Uh, Warriors fans have been calling for him to return home. Uh, uh, have you made any progress there? I oh, mate, I saw him yesterday actually. Um, just here in the he's at Redcliffe doing a tour. He's been he's been to all the Queensland clubs, and I think he's off to the Roosters for a tour as well uh, today or tomorrow. Um, look, we, uh, the way our squad's balanced uh, with the with the salary cap, um, you know, there's pretty big numbers I'm hearing floating around around him, and thoroughly deserved, but. Not for us at this point in time, Smitty. It's not to say things mightn't change over the next week or two, but um, you know, at this point in time, you know, our stock and our, the way our balance of our, our roster is and salary cap is, it probably just doesn't fit at the moment. But um, I think he's got pretty good deals and pretty big deals at that on the table, and uh, they certainly wouldn't be at our level. Let's talk to the logistics now because it's always a changing thing, Cameron. I'd don't envy you the task of getting people from A to B and getting bases set up, etc. But at this point, it's looking like five games at Mount Smart beginning on June the 18th against the Panthers. Uh, how confident, I mean, and that's a weird sort of question, I guess. Uh, how hopeful are you that that's going to happen? Oh, very hopeful. I'm just, I've actually got a good feeling about this one. Uh, last year, I was, you know, I think we're all sitting there, there's too much happening for for us to travel overseas, but I, I just get a point, uh, I just get a feel that, you know, this time I think we're heading in the right direction, fingers crossed. Um, if it's around in June or whatever it is, um, you know, we're excited about it. Uh, we planned it that way so we've got confidence in the in the uh, the travel and so on. So um, let's, hope, let's hope it happens because that's exactly what we want um, and it's only coming down to one thing and that'll be the the borders and that's out of our control but uh, I can tell you our players and, 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 and footy club want to be back home and we just need to start the season well go home and sell out and have a big party
When can Nathan Brown get his squad together? Where, where, where and when will that all start to come into play? So we started training last Monday. Um, we've still got a few players that can't get over the border from New South Wales. Um, but, you know, we'll work through that. But we've got 90% of our squad here. Uh, they'll start to gradually come in over the next month, Smithy, uh, at a return to training um, program. And very happy with the way the squad has come back, which is really important. Um, they've come back in a really good frame of mind. We've done a lot of work around our cultural connection back to New Zealand in the off-season and we've got a program in place that's going to be very strong in that regard as well we've got a few new faces in the strength and conditioning area that's good voices and you know a difference to what we had last year and um, you know everyone's sort of up on their toes at the moment but mind you we everyone is we haven't been beaten yet so uh, you know everyone's happy. I would imagine just away from rugby league a couple of questions for you Uh, you've loaded your pockets on uh, McDonald and Waller over the course of spring, I would imagine. Oh, what about that? How impressive is it the way the New Zealand industry has such an influence over you know the world stage? Not only there, but Hong Kong and so on. But what a terrific effort for Chris Waller and, and you know in particular James McDonald. But um, you know the, the industry in New Zealand in general should be proud of those two guys. They're, they're great ambassadors for the country, and you know it's not going to stop there either. Um, and there's even a lot of owners in those horses from New Zealand, so it's, it's just fantastic to see. Well, actually, I, I've completely forgotten. I, I should have um, written this down, actually, uh, because it's such a, a big a topic, and you, you're heavily involved, I'm imagining, trying to sort through this vaccination and the NRL thing and, and the Warriors. Has it been much of an issue for you guys to have to deal with have you, in, a, in a one-on-one basis, or are you sort of on the same wavelength here? We're all on the same wavelength. Uh, we don't go into the detail of individuals. It's something that club decided not to do. Um, but, look, it, it's yesterday the Queensland government announced that all stadiums, um, for sporting purposes, uh, in reference to us and other, other sporting clubs, can't participate at a ground um, that's owned by the government without being vaccinated. So that's whether you're official or a player or some other type of role you play. So... They're starting to really restrict where you can go from a sporting perspective if you are not vaccinated. So, look, everyone's aware of that. We're working through all of that, but we're, we're pretty comfortable where we're at without going into the detail. And just finally, um, you will know now Australia v New Zealand, um, and that is, of course, in the T20 World Cup final. Uh, this is a big question. Where are your allegiances, please, Cameron? New Zealand, New Zealand every day of the week, mate. Absolutely, that's my home. Uh, you know, I'm a part of the New Zealand Warriors, and I get to talk to people like you, mate. So, I um, <laughs> I'm back in the I'm back in the boys to beat the uh, the Australians. Good on you, mate. Always great to catch up. Right it's on, been mate. a while, so hopefully you can get home with your family and, and spend some valuable time with them as well, mate. Because I know you're missing them. So, uh, it, thank you, thank you thank for the you. update. Cheers, all the best. Cheers, Cameron George, Thanks, there, mate. folks, uh, CEO. Of the Warriors, uh, and of course, um, plenty on his plate as always, uh, running a club of that nature, but so much more difficult uh, with the logistics of things at the moment. Wouldn't it be great just to know that in two weeks' time you're going to play a home game, and then two weeks after that, another home game, and you can get into some sort of rhythm and routine? That's just the administration side of it, uh, let alone the playing side of it. Uh, yeah, wouldn't that be good to sleep in your own bed as a player and be able to play a full NRL season? Hmm, what a dream that is.